there's something that's happening within me that I can't make sense. It's almost like it was almost like a painful growth. Like, girl, you need to let this go because if you don't, you're going to explode. Like, I just know that there is um, a version of me that I have yet to see. Um, And I just I know that with her comes letting go of a lot of things that I'm not prepared to let go of, if that makes sense. Um, and whether that be work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. it's just a lot of things that I'm like, nope, I, I'm not quite ready to give that up yet. But I know that that's a part of the growing process still. Okay, y'all. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to Good Bad Breakthrough Podcast. Y'all have, it's ladies edition again today, y'all. You have Kina and Drea. Say what's up, Drea. Hey, girl. Hey, y'all. Say hi. Hey. Hi, Aysen. Say hi. It's ladies edition <laughs> with special guest, Aysen. Yeah. Yes. So, hey, everybody. Welcome, 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 listeners. Um, I just want to tell y'all real quick. Uh, me and Caleb, y'all are going to see a TikTok coming soon about me and Caleb, a watermelon sh- watermelon TikTok, because this boy had me cracking up last night. We had got watermelon, and I don't even, while we were eating watermelon, a, watermelon sugar came on by Harry Styles, and it was cute. So y'all will see a little watermelon TikTok coming up. I could Caleb and Kina. <laughs> With your boy, Asin. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so um, Drea, how you doing, girl? How are you doing? I am, I'm going to say good for the most part. Um, I wanted to give y'all some feedback. Well, not even feedback. I wanted to give y'all an update. Update. Uh, Therapy went well. I think I did that. What day was that? Wednesday. It was like your regular meet and greet with your therapist type of thing so it wasn't much that I accomplished out of that first meeting um but I I did go in that go in there feeling really really good and I already felt like there was a weight lifted off my shoulder just knowing that I had a support person to go to uh so uh we will be meeting once a week um every Wednesday or Thursday depending on what my week looks like um and yeah I'm excited for that um (gasps) Have uh, not been to the gym uh, yet, uh, Kina, uh, uh, but uh, uh, I have committed to walking at least twice a day with baby because he never lets me um, just lay around the house. He loves being outside. So we always walk for about 30 to 45 minutes once in the morning and once in the afternoon if we can. And then Asen is uh, usually into um, going to the park. So I am I am physically active, just not having my way to the gym yet. I feel like that is like... A whole different monster to take on after being off of, <laughs> for two years. That's fine. Um, yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Yeah. Because it's still movement. It is still movement. So I'm going to give myself that that credit. Yeah. Give yourself that credit. You deserve it. Um, And what else? Oh, when I went into therapy, I did share with her that... Um, There's like this knot that I have in my chest from being there and not because like I'm afraid of being there, but I was telling her like I've been going through this thing where I feel like I've been stagnant and I don't know if I shared that with you. You know how you feel when you know you've outgrown like 
rooms or people or sometimes yourself, right? Um, I feel like I'm outgrowing myself. Like I need, I'm not challenging myself enough. Mm. And, um, it almost feels like I need to grieve the loss of me. Like after I let go, after I let go of this version of me, I need to grieve it and move forward. And I, I have a hard time letting go of this version of myself for whatever reason. Um, it's probably closely correlated to just change and again the unknown and not knowing what to expect with the new version of me and I feel like I just need to let it shed mm-hmm. the loss of that and and move forward and I haven't been able to do that just yet but um, I know that that lump in my chest is because I'm I I fear um, the changes the changes that are coming yes and uh, hashtag grow and let go that Jason put in the um, in the screen below. And I it sounds like it sounds like um, like I wanted I, I don't know if it shows right here, but the Rougie Wellness, you know what I'm saying? I got the picture back there, but the way you're describing it sounds like you're like going through your metamorphosis. You know yeah. what I mean? Like you're going through your phase of shedding your skin coming out of your cocoon yeah coming into your new you know evolution of who you are oh, like into your yeah. new you yeah. know butterfly yeah. self you know mm-hmm. what i mean and i think that's dope mm-hmm. i do think that mm-hmm. of course there's going to be a part of us that needs to grieve or you know a part of us that we mourn because that part of you that you are that you are starting to let go of it's like okay, I don't need that. I don't need old Drea. I don't necessarily need her anymore, but she really did a lot in order. You Old you did so much, put in so much work to get you to the place to where now you can go on and be like the next version of who you are, you know? And so it's like part of you wants to cling to old you because old you got you to where you are. So it's like, oh, it's so uncomfortable, but that's right where you're supposed to be. And I know that you know this from experience. As soon as you go ahead and let go and grow, grow and let go, as soon as you let go, you're going to step into, you're going to walk into everything like that is greater than you could have imagined. It's scary, though. I ain't going to lie. Yeah, I was just so... I was just thinking about that and I was like, why does, first I was like, there's something that's happening within me that I can't make sense. It's almost like, it was almost like a painful growth. Like, girl, you need to let this go because if you don't, you're going to explode. Like, I just know that there is um, a version of me that I have yet to see. Um, And I just, I know that with her comes letting go of a lot of things that I'm not prepared to let go of, if that makes sense. Um, and whether that be work, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Family, it's just a lot of things that I'm like, nope, I, I'm not quite ready to give that up yet, but I know that that's a part of the growing process still. So we shall see yeah, um, what comes of that once, once Drea decides to let go. Yeah. And you feel it. I You're feeling that urgency. I do. So, you know, I guess at that point, it just becomes the point of giving yourself that permission. Yeah. You're, you, already ha- you already know. You already know what you're supposed to do. You already know, like, what it's going to take. 
And it comes down to just, am I going to, am I going to do it now or later? Am I going to do it the easy way or the hard way? And that's what like anything like what that, that we deal with in life. Like we know we feel it um, as humans. And when we choose to not to, when we choose to ignore it, right. Then we have to deal with the consequences of like, not not stepping into our purpose the way we're supposed to there's consequences with that is that's that's where the path gets bumpy and hard <laughs> you know uncomfortable for no and it's be like man like it don't even have to be like that so yeah yeah speaking of uh, grief i just wanted to take some time out to um uh, send a warm 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 condolences prayers hugs to the gray family um, I know that uh, many of us in the community are kids. Um, La Follette, UW, uh, Whitewater um, lost a a gym um, mm -hmm. that was unexpected. Unexpected, um, dear Greg. So um, I'd like to give a um, take a moment of silence for him and his family today, if we can. All right, and I'm just really sending out just lots of hugs and prayers to uh, just the teenage community because he left a huge impact. Um, so yeah. Yes, he did. Oh. Yes, he sure did. Like he was not only um, loved by many people, but also admired yes. by so many. Yes. He yes. had friends and yes. fans, you know what I mean? family, friends, and fans. Well, it's just always sad, like when somebody passes too soon and then especially like this. And it's like, for the kids to have to be going through these losses that we're going through right now, like that the kids are going through and that as parents, like we're supporting them through. Um, yeah, so definitely so much love and hugs to the gray and pine family and to the other families because i know that there's been other um young people who have who we've lost recently yeah. and so you know love and hugs to all of them to the families because i know earlier this week we were talking and it's just like like of course when some when a tragedy like this happens and it's like you know, like we were talking earlier this week about how it's like, well, what what do I say? What words do I use? Right. And then sometimes people say things just to say something. Right. And the truth is, is that you don't nobody ever has to say something. Somebody who's grieving a loss, um, they are if you say something and you say something wrong. Like, or something that you had good intentions to say, like good intentions with, mm -hmm. but it comes out the wrong way. Well, in their grief and in that traumatic experience, they're going to also remember the, the words and the way that they landed in the middle of, of somebody's grief, right? So if you don't know what to say, that's enough, right? To just say, I don't, I don't know what to say. 
and just to offer your presence like and this is this is like for anybody who is as humans we will all go through these moments where someone is grieving and we really want to be there for them mm -hmm. and we also want to get all the words right we want to get everything right so that we can show up for the people who we love and care about in the right and in the best way and in those moments, you don't have to have all the answers. You don't have to have everything figured out. You don't have to know everything. Um, you can say, I don't have the words, but I'm here and I I just wanna, I wanna be here. I want you to know you're not alone in this like moment in this space. Mm -hmm. Nobody is trying to hear a positive word when they're grieving. Right. Or to try to say, uh, like, when I say a positive word, you're like, well, you know, maybe there, you know, maybe this, like, you can't imagine or hope what things, why it went the way it went. None of those are uh, appropriate, nor is rushing somebody through their grief either. You know what I mean? It's like, we can't say things to people like, um, it's going to be okay, because we, we don't know. You know what I mean? I'm just thinking about things that people say that I'm sure have the right intentions and the right heart behind it. And, but it comes off like a way that is not helpful to people when they're grieving. And so it's just okay to say, I don't have the words, you know, it's okay to, to just show up and offer a hug or just to show up and just be a presence. No need to start quoting scriptures you know, no need to give people a word about, oh, well, it, it's probably for whatever. No need to tell somebody how they're going to feel eventually or how they should feel. No need to do any of those things. If somebody is going through their grief, they're going through that moment. And it comes in waves and cycles, unpredictable. And it's like, just be there, be a safe space for them. If that's, if, if you want to hold space for somebody who is grieving, like that's, that's my offering. That's like my suggestion. Yeah. yeah thank you for that. Cause I was like, I was really struggling. Like this hits so close to home. Like I have, I don't, I have, I don't have the words for his parents. I don't have the words for his family. Um, and thank, just thank you for reminding me of that because I wouldn't know if I want if I'd want people to have words for me in, in those moments because I don't think any word would be really? enough to help me get through my my grief, you know. So mm -hmm. I think that's important to let a, a lot of people know that when people are going through a loss and and things like that, you don't have to rush to the punch to 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 say something, yeah. you know. Yeah. And then also like, you know, I, I, that's right. I remember the other thing is like the way that we do empathy, right? Because when we were talking about it, it was like, we don't, we, we cannot imagine, you know, like what her, what anybody's life is like, you know, in that moment, we cannot imagine it because we don't, we've never had that experience. So we cannot imagine the weight or the magnitude. We just can't imagine. So we can't. You know, we just, it's just, it's just okay to just admit and to acknowledge that you just, 
you know, if we don't have the experience or the words to, you know, but we can still be there for people um, who we love and care about. So, you know, grieving is grieving. And like what you said, Drea, nobody can expect you to, to, to handle it any particular type of a way or in any type of a speed. I know I'm a person who, if I feel uncomfortable, I sometimes make inappropriate jokes. Like I know that about myself. And so I know that about myself. So that's just like, I tell people like, if I'm sad, I'm probably going to make a joke because I don't know what else to say. If that, if that's, if that's where, where I'm at in that time, I wanted to tell you all that my, a friend of mine, Felicia Turner from Felicia Walton Turner, she has an organization called healing our hearts and, you know, shout out to Felicia because this is, this is like her area of expertise. And so um, that's the work that she does is work with people who are going through, who have gone through and surviving tragic losses. Um, and so Healing Our Hearts is the name of her organization. Um, and her name is Felicia Turner. And she loves, this is her work. Like this is her, her work. And I won't tell her story like, um, maybe she'll be on here sometime or anybody who's listening, definitely check her out. Let her tell her story, um, about her, the mission and the foundation of her organization and the way that she does the work that she does. Um, I think it's very, very important work, transformative work and necessary work. Is she local? She is local to Madison. Yeah. So if y'all are listening locally, but you know, um, she, she travels and things like that too. I believe she does like workshops and she does counts one-on-ones, you know, she does like a lot of stuff. So definitely check her out. If, if anybody is looking for resources around grief and emotional, you know, support and trauma recovery, check her out for sure. Drea, I wanted to catch up with you about like, you know, things that we've been doing, like what you've got going on this past week or things that you've been looking forward to or excited about. I wanted to catch up with you and hear about any of those things. Like any thoughts coming to mind in particular? Well, this week has been crazy, Kina. I have not had much on on um, the to-do list because um, I've been working a ton, um, staffing still. I've hired a few people um, at the hospital, um, but we're still still shorthanded. And so most of my time has been spent, uh, uh, like I said, staffing, doing interviews, um, and then coming home to be with a uh, baby in the meantime. So nothing new at the moment. Um, I am, I have been working with my sister a little bit to just, um, get her, her behind moving on getting the LLC and new business launched. And I think she actually, she did a little bit of information today stating that she passed her certification and hey, um, okay. I think she'll be taking congratulations. So, yeah. Yeah. So congratulations to the baby sister of mine. Um, but that's been it. Okay. What about you? What have you been up to? Um, I've been so busy. 
So let's see here. Well, I'll say I have been doing a lot of events. This is, I feel like July, just for my hindsight and for my foresight, I need to remember that every year July feels like the busiest month of the year for me. And um, yeah, I've been busy. So like this month I started um, doing the work that I do with the Progress Center for Black Women as their movement ambassador. So there are some events that I'm planning for the people of the Progress Center, for the members. So that's really exciting to, 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 you know, like, because I'm working on it and I have some like the calendar to the end of the year um, I'm working on having the monthly events. And then also I do like a Tuesday tip. I do a Tuesday tip with them as well. And I've been doing the parks alive events in the parks. Let me tell you, I wanted to, I wrote about it, but I didn't post it. Okay. Um, I wrote it to somebody and I was like, I should post this. Cause like, this is amazing. I did the parks alive event at the park. So we, um, the library, a DJ, food cart, um, the, 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 um, movie, just a bunch of different boom, boom bows. Okay. <laughs> and so I taught yoga out there. This is my second time doing it at the parks alive event. And so what I did was on Tuesday, I went out there, I had the sign, um, that Jesse, uh, who invited me out, she made a sign for me. I walked around with my sign. I was like, hi guys, do you guys want to come do yoga with me? And so I, while they were waiting in line for the bouncy house, like, you guys want to come to yoga with me after you bounce? And then they were like, yeah, the kids were like between age two to eight. Okay. So like they were little, little people. Oh. So I invited them over to come do yoga and they were like, yeah, they all said yes. Okay. They mm -hmm. all said yes. And so I was like, okay, when you get done bouncing, just come over, grab yourself a mat. You can practice for as little or as long as you like. And so then I went over to the yoga mat. The first kid came and I was like, all right, we're getting it cracking. So we did yoga together and it was so amazing seeing these kids having so much, such a solid sense of autonomy Okay, <laughs> because they came over, they got their mats, unrolled them, asked for help if they needed it. Okay. Mm -hmm. They joined in. And they practice yoga with me literally for as little or as long as they like. You know, I have to tell adults, okay, y'all, I don't give nobody cookies if they do every move I tell them to do. So if your body tells you to slow down, slow down because I don't have no treats in my bag to offer you guys if you just are nailing it. Like I'm, I don't give rewards for that. I give rewards for you honoring your body. Right. And I don't give rewards, but I, I honor that you honor yourself. Right. So the babies were honoring themselves. These babies were out here in the park, y'all, like. They, some kids only practiced for two minutes. The most was probably like 10 minutes, right? And mind you, their age is like two. I want to say the oldest kid was eight, okay? <laughs> two to eight. Some of the kids barely even knew how to talk, okay? They barely had words. But did they get down there and do some yoga in the park with Miss Kina? Absolutely. <laughs> it was amazing. It was amazing <laughs> to just witness them honoring themselves unapologetically right because it wasn't like it wasn't like you know how people get up off of their mat early and they are like shame feeling shame no it wasn't none of that they did what they wanted to do they rolled it up they came and gave me a high five bow and then they went to go play oh and this was in the park there's a dj playing music dj martinez white is playing music we got the uh mentoring positives off the block pizza going on um, monsoon Siam with the food truck, the bouncy house, the
the books, the medallion making stations. So there's lots of things that could be distracting. Yeah. But they out here like focused doing the breath work exercises with Miss Kina. Okay. Like yeah. I, I thought it was dope. Yes, yes. So did you have a greater turnout this time than you than you did last last time? Let me see. How do I measure that? I think I would say that the turnout was amazing both times. It just felt like it was amazing both times. I, I so last time, the first time it was a lot of parents involved. There was right. more adults there, you know? Mm -hmm. So this time, and it was a different, it seemed like it was a different style, you know what I mean? Because last time I taught the class. Everybody kind of participated for like that 30, 45 minutes and mm -hmm. then everybody dipped and everybody was done. But this time I taught continuously for an hour, but it was just like different people coming and going as I was teaching, you know. So there were kids, sometimes adults would join in. So people would stay for maybe one or two sequences or, you know, three or four flows like they just like, OK, I'm done. People came for, you know, so it was it was just dope man like I, I thought it was so cool so that was that the parks alive um i taught two in-person yoga classes today um to adults and i mostly have been teaching virtual for like the past two and a half years so teaching in person always feels so special to me like when i do it now mm -hmm. and and i it just recharges me because i'd be like man like it's so different teaching in person versus virtual on virtual. It's just always just me here in the space here by myself. And I'm just talking to the camera and I'm like, I hope that the people are catching what I'm offering. You know what I mean? But in person, you can see people vibing. You can, I can adjust to whatever I'm seeing. Mm -hmm. And so it's just different. I don't know. Listen, don't get me started on this. Cause this is my team. like, I'm so gonna if you so do you prefer in person over the virtual right? yeah. there's pros and cons to both but i prefer in person it's just that's the that's my preference in person because i like to see people practicing and then i can also tailor i'm so adaptable and skilled at teaching that i can certainly adjust as needed on the spot i can know oh i need to offer them some options you know, if I'm seeing that. So it's it's so nice because people, I can give people a more tailored class if I'm in person because I can see what how to tailor us. I can observe. So, so yeah. I teach tomorrow. I teach every other Friday at the Dream Bank, everybody. Um, it's virtual, but I've been trying to do the hybrid thing. So find out wherever I'm at and come to wherever I'm at outside because I do be teaching outside in the summertime. It's been a lot to keep up with you. You said that you have a lot to do in July. I was like, Kina got on Facebook. I think it was a Facebook Live. Was it earlier? Mm -hmm. And you listed off all of the events that were happening. And I was Not like, even all of them. I was Just like, some. really? All of the events that she has to go to or that she's attending? Man, I don't know how you balance them, but I hope to get like that one day. To be able to do like a, a quarter, a quarter of that. Well, you know, you say that. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead. Wish that on yourself if you want to. <laughs> I'm working on, I'm in the Progress Center's focus, the Progress Center for Black Women's Focus program. And one of the things that I told them last week in our workshop was I'm working on being less like, I'm working on being 
having less hours of my time being used, but still being profitable, more, but being more profitable. That's what I'm working on right now. I've had my years of being constantly busy nonstop. And I think that I'm learning. I've been asking um, my, I've been writing and asking myself, how, what do I, what is it going to take for me to pivot so that I can be more profitable while expending less time? So I'm figuring it out. Um, this, this focus program that I'm doing in the progress center, um, is really helping me to figure out the, the direction of how to go about pivoting the way I want to pivot, being intentional. Um, and it's great because I'm in a like-minded environment, like with other people who are also like deep in business and now like realizing, oh, I need to figure out this. I need to figure out that, you know? So I feel like I'm just really elevating as a business. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I love that. I love, love, love that. And what better space to be in than through um, with like-minded people. Mm -hmm. It's just like, it's a different vibe. Um, I always tell Andrew, like when I was in Mexico, Mm -hmm. it was just the most, um, I don't even know how to describe it. It was the most exhilarating thing I've ever experienced. Just the people everybody was on the same wave like it was it was so different than being home i almost didn't want to come home and i didn't even experience the conference um to the extreme that andrew did but just being in that space and all of those spaces i was like babe i could live here i could live here i could be like i could be here every day because what they did was pour into you every single day they poured into you and if everybody is able to experience that, I think that that they'd be able to thrive and be exactly who they were destined to be. I agree. Yep. That's why it's so important to go through like those type of developmental like conferences and being in those type of groups um, regularly. You know, like at the very minimum, twice a year. But if you can do it every quarter, even better. You know, because the brain is going to rise to wherever you wherever you offer to take it, you know, so it's like you want to you want to give your brain something to constantly be stimulating it, recharging it, keeping it focused, eye on the prize type of vibe. You know what I mean? So, yeah, man, I I think it's great that you guys went and it's definitely something to do again. So we got to figure out like we entering into the the fall quarter. Um, wait, this is, is this, no, we're not in quarter four yet, but well, this will be quarter four soon. So, you know, I'm definitely interested if y'all are listening, the listeners, the viewers, please let us know like what kind of conferences or developmental type of masterminds groups, whatever y'all are going to be attending this fall, because like we invest in our development around here. So, you know, and, and fun. Huh? Let us know what you guys are interested in attending. What kind of conferences you guys are are interested in attending? What what you'd like to know in the different conferences that you would you would attend? Um, yeah, yeah. Let us know. <laughs> let us know if there's like a special conference that y'all want to attend. Mm-hmm. Let us know if y'all want to come to a good bad breakthrough conference. <laughs> Asin is gonna get us checked out. Asin, 
<laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning in. If you are watching, definitely note the places across the bottom of the screen where you can find our show, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts, Apple, Amazon Music, Anchor, Pocket Cast, Audible. Okay, beans, greens, potatoes, tomatoes. <laughs> okay, so find us on all those places. Ladies edition with your boy, Asen. Okay, special guest, Asen in the mix. Hi, Asen. Hi, big boy. Grow and let go with Asen. Ladies day edition. Tina Andrea, grow and let go. Thank y'all for watching. Asen's starting to like get wild right now, so I've been... <laughs> All right. He made, it, he made it through the whole episode. Go, Asen. Good job, big boy. All right, y'all. We'll see you guys next time. Thank, thank you. Thank you. Thank you.